This is another Disney podcast production. All right, everybody, what is going on? Welcome to episode number 43 of another Disney podcast. This is for the week of, I think it's November the 19th. I'm I, I'm very lost. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, we're recording on a day that we don't usually record on, so I'm all scattered. But I think it's episode 43 for November the 19th. I kind of like this no intro thing. I, I kind of like diving right into the shenanigans, if you will. Oh, that was an intro. That's great. (laughs) I mean, it's gotta be right. That was an intro. You were like some sort of intro. Yes. You were like, welcome to our stupid show. (laughs) (laughs) That's not at all what you did. I always take Uh, it and like ruin it. It's always like professional. I'm all like, idiot. Um, the software that we use to record this, because obviously Brandon is 800 miles away at the happiest place on earth, um, we found out it has some cool built-in sound effects. So we were already recording this, and I hit the button and nothing happened. Well, I kept hitting the button, and then I was like, we should play this back and see. And sure enough, there's a giant air horn going. We had no idea. So I have a question for you. What is the point of this software and allowing that if we don't know what's happening, <laughs> that seems completely. I mean, I'm useless. super excited for the for the listeners, but it's yeah. like you hit the button, yeah. you were like, "I guess it worked." <laughs> I guess it happened. We, it's it's like we're making a Marvel movie, and I, we have yeah. to work with CGI. Exactly. Um, we just got to pretend it's there. We should have somebody in the background, and, and a, this is nothing but a green screen suit. And like, look at that guy. Okay, perfect. <laughs> See, like, like our our typical ones when they, you know, whenever we say the word iridescent, like that just comes through, and we hear it, like we know it's happening. Yeah. But yeah. the air horn would be fun for certain times. Okay, enough of the nonsense. Hey, we had a super cool thing happen this week. So yes, we, we are going to give a shout out to Joy L and her family yeah, from Wisconsin L. who texted us this week. Yeah, Joy L. And like, can I, like, am I allowed to brag on us a little bit? Cause it was a really great brag, text. man. Brag. I so, mean, one person likes our show. So yes, that's great. All right, here we go. Yeah, one, one person. So Joy L says, love your podcast. You guys are awesome. I've been going to Disney since March of 1972, and she's only 29 years old. Crazy. Since I've since then, I've gone every year or two with my parents, husband, children, and now grandkids. I have so many stories to tell you, and would love to meet you. And she's coming in January and staying on property. And she says, "Thanks for all of your info and updates. Love, love, love to listen to you both. Makes my day. Joy." She Joy. already knows this, but she has stickers and a pin coming her way. Thanks for giving us a message. We, um, it, it's you're why we do this, Joy. Just going to be honest. Exactly. The rest of you, you don't care. You are the reason. <laughs> the rest you are the of reason you. for the season. Yeah. Of the rest of you don't matter. We don't care. But no. Joy, she sent You'll us a message. You'll only matter if you send us That's a text right. message or an email. That's right. Okay. That's so, right. I said I had a good idea last week, and thankfully, Brandon agreed and found a way to make it great. So at the end of last episode, I said, hey, I have an idea for a show. I'll talk to you after this. And so I talked about it. Brandon was like, yeah, let's do it. Thankfully, he texted during the week and actually came up with a plan versus an idea. (laughs) 
I mean, sometimes we got to figure out how to execute. Yeah. Uh, we're really good. We're really good idea people. That's right. But Big sky. Sometimes we got to figure out how to execute that idea. So I, I came up with that yeah. this time. Got to drill so, down. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of fun last week. Yeah. Uh, kind of talking about the things that you have been doing wrong when you go to Walt Disney World. So we kind of yeah. wanted to keep that train rolling. That's right. We wanted to move to a specific park this time. Yeah. And we are going to take you on a tour of the world showcase at Epcot, uh, at Walt Disney world. Yes. What we're going to do is we're just going to go around. We're going to tell kind of our favorite things in each country, give you some ideas of what to do next time you're there. So we thought that'd be kind of fun. Okay. So you did come up with a cool way to do it. I immediately ruined your plan because of how Correct. little you would think Epcot is like world showcase is really known for their food. So you would think that I would, have experienced more food there but unfortunately our family nope. is so gung-ho we spent a lot of time at the electric umbrella which says a lot yes. about our connoisseur of great food um, i don't know what you've done because it's been closed for yes like that's a right year and a half so well since there's always your horizons since there's always festivals at the festivals park um the little yes. pop-up ones are typically what i've been grabbing or we just go yes. to the the beer thing the beer garden and where they're doing what is it? What is that thing called? I never know what that building is called. I can never remember. Right now, it's showing the Epcot. What is it? Oh, the um, what is that? Thing it's showing called? the Epcot movie right now. It's showing like the Epcot Forever or the. Yep. No, I that's been canceled. It's called. It's been, <laughs> yes, it's we're great. Hey, join us for it's all of your Disney <laughs> facts. Good thing, good thing we re- did some research before we started this. Yeah, show. it's that room that's showing what the future of Epcot looks like. Sometimes it has food in there during the festivals. The last time I was there, it had like all types of beer for whatever festival. So I offered to get. We were waiting for. What were we waiting for? The the new show. I always call it Horizons, but it's harmonious. Harmonious. Yes. yes. And I said, hey, man, do you want a flight? And he said, no. I almost passed out. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you must have been it full. It is true. Anyway. Is true. I was full. So was basically, at the end of last episode, I said, hey, Brandon, what if we talk about, we go around World Showcase and talk about our favorite things, like what well, that's in each country. And thankfully, like I said, Brandon said, hey, how about if we pick like, something to do there i think i said something to eat or drink yeah and then something to do in each country there it is kind of our favorite things yes and there's a as it turns out there's a lot to do so let's jump in there's a there's a heck of a lot to do it's even better than hanukkah because there's 11 great countries and there's only eight crazy nights in hanukkah Mm -hmm. so um we better jump in. And if we only we make it halfway, we'll just have a part two next week. Exactly. exactly. Joy, this is for you. Joy didn't ask for this, but we're just dedicating the whole <laughs> podcast to her. This whole podcast is for Joy That's L. Right. Yeah. Yes, From indeed. Wisconsin. So from Wisconsin. So you know we're going to do what any seasoned Disney veteran does. Oh, yes. We're going to enter the world showcase and we're going to take a left. Yeah. Don't go right, no. people. That's what are you where thinking? the tourists go. Yeah. Please do not go right. Go left, and we're going to start in the Mexico Pavilion. There we go. I love the Mexico Pavilion. I do, too. The Mexico Pavilion is one of my favorite pavilions in the whole world showcase. It's a city within Um, a city. It is a city within a city. So, Dave, (laughs) what is your favorite thing to do with the Epcot Mexico Pavilion? Man, uh, I don't want to steal yours because I'm assuming it's the attraction that's there. So, I'm going to say, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. 
Mm, I can't pick two, so I'm not going to say the attraction. I love when you walk in, right, and they have the Day of the Dead stuff, and there's some cocoa stuff in there, which is cool because there used to be kind of not great. There used to be like some legit like like Aztecan art, I think, I feel like, yes. or pieces and stuff. So I like that they've Disney-fied it. And, but my favorite part is when you get past that little room and you walk up to like, I call it like, I call it the double staircase, but there's no stairs because it's, I guess it's the double ramp. So it's when you look in there, you literally feel like you've entered into this like, um, shopping like you're it's like it feels like you're there it's one of the best themed yeah. places that really makes you feel like holy crap i just walked into like a local market in mexico that's what it feels like and so yes. to me it's just that eye line of when you walk in there go across you you go to the top of the double staircase that goes down and the fountains right there you look across at all the market which has all the stuff to sell and then of course all the way th across through the restaurant and then you see the volcano in the background and the big um building i yeah just it's just a visual masterpiece can i say that there we go it is it's a visual masterpiece and go. i i too love that plenty of times i've gone in and just walked in the front door stood at the railing before the grand staircase as we will call it and just looked around we've talked about this on the show the mexico pavilion is the site of one of the funniest things that's happened on our trip. The time we were all there just hanging out. I think we were waiting for the girls to go to the bathroom. And I just happened to be standing by the stand that sold ponchos. <laughs> and more than one person came up and asked how much they were. Cause they assumed that I work there. <laughs> so. <laughs> it is, it is I'm laughing with you. <laughs> I do love the aesthetic of it, but the thing I love the most at the Mexico pavilion, a lot of people don't even go in the Mexico pavilion because they're going to go to the margarita stand yeah, chosen the margarita that. outside. Now that's good. That is a great margarita mm -hmm. and there's a lot of flavors. There's a lot of variety, but you got to go inside. And when you go inside the, uh, pyramid, as we say, go in the right side, go down the right mm -hmm. ramp, slash staircase take a right go to la cava del tequila go Sometime. to the tequila bar that's the best yep. place there's an awesome tequila flight in there there's always a crazy line to get yeah. in so inside and out go, doesn't matter yes try to go early um but check out la cava del tequila because there that's an experience that you're not going to have anywhere else at Epcot in any of the other countries in the world showcase. It's a very unique experience with a very unique options yeah. drink wise. So I love, I mean, you can look at me and tell I love to eat and drink. <laughs> so I'm going to choose my favorite thing, Mexico pavilion, La Cava del Tequila. Nice. Nice. I mean, we, yeah. we would be silly to not mention the great hidden attraction off to the left, which is the Three Caballeros ride. It is a do not miss. Almost never is there a wait. Almost never. No. If you no. go during peak times, there's about, I guess, I think the longest I've ever seen it was like 20, 20 minute wait. But I love it. If you love Donald Duck and if you like, it's just cleverly done. Uh, there's a little bit of small world feel through part of it. Um, it's a fun it, to me it's a don't miss attraction mostly because it's the first one you get to and there's hardly ever a line so there you go 
substitute that for frozen. Your kids will never know. They'll never know. They'll never. Just tell your kids it's yeah. frozen. They'll never have any idea. That's right. All right. Is that is that it for Mexico, or do we want to talk about food? Yeah, I mean the two restaurants in Mexico are great. The sit down ones. It depends on what you want right. your view to be. So the one in the uh, actual Mexico Pavilion is great. You have a table that overlooks the end inside with another pyramid in the background the uh three caballeros ride boats go go past you while you're eating yeah. it's great the ambiance is awesome it's nice and dark in there uh it it feels like you're it feels intimate but it's wide open so it's it it's super cool and then the other one uh outside on the World Showcase Lagoon is a great spot to watch fireworks if you can time it correctly. Yeah. It's also the home, I've heard, of one of the best stakes on property. Ah, okay. Is that the indoor or is it outdoor? Uh, I think it's indoor with a... Yeah, the, the outdoor one is a quick service. That's the one I've eaten. Yeah, the outdoor one's a quick service. Yeah, you can just get Which like also tacos and it's also very yeah. good. Mm -hmm. You can get yeah. tacos and what all is out there? Uh, beer <laughs> and tacos. I think they have nachos. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a very. It's always crowded. There's always a line to get in, but if you can snag a table, I remember mm. one time we were there. This was back when Illuminations was still going on, but we got there maybe like three o'clock in the afternoon and we sat there until Illuminations at like nine o'clock at night. That's People tried to chase us out. I walked all the way to the United Kingdom and got fish and chips and brought them <laughs> back. <laughs> so we were, we were like, we're, you're going to sit here. We're going to have a front row seat to Illuminations. Dang. So commitment. If you got, if, if you got, com if you're committed, you can get a great view of the fireworks yeah. from there that's right yeah because if you go for dinner yeah. even at like five or six o'clock there's already going to be people parked there because some of them go clearly at three o'clock in the afternoon some, so yes it's called la king la, la, la quintana des de san Hengel. i don't even know why i pronounced that tried <laughs> that was that was amazing <laughs> pronunciation so it has tacos churros tostados mexican beer and margaritas in the outdoor cafe margaritas. which it has a cool i would say that that is even a better spot than the sit-down restaurant for fireworks because it kind of jets out it does right so yeah if you can get up towards the front yes yes if you're, if you're stuck in the back then you're better off yeah you won't be able to see over the yeah over the roof of the whatever it's got okay yes yes shall we move on to norway to norway yeah. norway i like norway i, I mean too. we all know my feelings about the ride in norway yeah. uh but i like the area in norway mm -hmm. so my favorite thing in norway and i don't even know what the actual let me look it up here because i'm gonna butcher it uh, it is the bakery in Norway. It is the Kringle Bakery Og Cafe. And it is amazing. Now, good. there's a little secret in this, this bakery. So when you're drinking around the world, you get to <laughs> Norway and you're like, there's not really – there's not really a place to grab any kind of alcoholic beverage aside from the little cart that's outside before you go into Anna and Elsa's village. There's just a little cart there has one, maybe one beer and one frozen drink. But if you go to the cafe, you can get something called Viking coffee and that 
has real liquor in it. So, oh. and they also have great treats, breads and and sweets and brownies and cupcakes. Dang. But go there for the Viking coffee because I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Wow. I have not been in that cafe. It's a great cafe. Um, it's got such good desserts. Dang. Okay, so I would be remiss not to mention that Norway used to house one of my favorite attractions in like at least top two in Epcot. And that was the almost said the Matterhorn (laughs) negative. Wow. Wait a minute. The Matterhorn was in Norway. Nope. Um, So let's go with Maelstrom because that's the actual name of the ride. So we can't talk about that because it's been replaced with something that I clearly need to still let it go. Um, you're welcome for the dad joke. Uh, so my favorite thing about that is honestly, it's tied to a, if you will let me Pixar here for a moment, a core memory. And that is the, okay, I'm going to carry on with these great names. A- Akershush. So we, Akershush, yes. we, um, we got to do a character meal with me and my daughter and you and your wife. And so yes. that was super, fr- like the food was kind of, Eh, but um, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if it's a buffet still, but it was a buffet when we went, right? Yes. Yeah. It's um, probably family style now. If it's open, I yeah. don't even know that yeah, it's it open yet be. again. But it was great. All the princesses, all of them came to your table. And if I remember correctly, it would have been um, Cinderella, uh, Snow White, and Ariel, Ariel, and the pink, the pink one, and Belle. Uh, Aurora. Yeah, there it is the pink one and then i think you got to go take when you walked into the restaurant you stopped in the mm-hmm. vestibule if yes. you will and you got to take a picture with bill yes yes because she's no so that's region. really that's that's really the be- <laughs> like when that's open and and going that's like the most bang for your buck yes. princess wise right for if sure. you want to if you want your kids to see all the princesses take pictures because they come around to each table yeah. sign books take pictures that best bang for your buck see yeah. all the princesses it was affordable ish i think we went for yep. lunch that's one thing that made the the lunch fair i think is priced on probably like six dollars cheaper um yeah. but yeah. yeah it was cool and, and i think that was just because you know my daughter at that time was enamored with princesses and you guys were there so it's a nice core memory but like in normal times, it's a great place to get all the princesses in one shot because I think you can do it or could do it at in the castle, right? But that is a Cinderella's yep. Royal Table. But that is a at least in the in past has been quite the difficult reservation to get. Yeah, that's a where, hard one to get. Yeah, where this was much easier and you still got them all. And yeah, I would and say the food trick. is about on par. Both of them are kind of eh, yeah, food wise. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. a trick if you're. If you're having difficulty getting in there, try lunch. Don't worry yeah, about going at sure. dinner time. Try, you have the same experience. I don't. The food may be a little bit different, but try lunch. Um, it's much easier to get, and you still get to see all the same princesses. Yep, for sure. Okay, China. Sure. China. I feel like now, they pronounce it that somewhere. I truly admit, I I have not explored very much of china oh, so dang. this is one that you may you may be able to uh talk about a little okay. more than me well i can give you two things um one of them is a temporary exhibit but that's okay but the other one is the big round rotunda that like obviously when you 
jet past Norway and you see like the China Pavilion. It's you can't miss it. One of the best pictures that I've ever taken at Disney. And this is going to be weird for some people, but when you go in that, it's just a big giant open room. And if you look straight up, the ceiling is absurdly detailed and like with the light coming through it from the, like, it's just rad. And so I literally stood in the middle of the room and took a picture straight up in the air. And it's one of my favorite pictures that I've ever taken at Disney, just because it was so like unique and different. It felt literally like I traveled to another country and here's like these cool pictures. It wasn't like a, Look at all the fun Disney pictures I got. So there's that. And then the other thing is the temporaries where you go in and wait for the Circle Vision movie just off to the left. And I'm sure it won't be there forever, but there is a full room dedicated to the opening of the Disney Disneyland Shanghai Resort, which is really cool. They have... Um, like in cases they have stuff of like what some of the cast members costumes look like. They have some opening day stuff. They have just all of these pictures and a map, uh, like a giant full size map of the resort and stuff. It's really, it's just kind of cool. Right. Cause I don't know that I'll ever get to be there. And obviously that ties closely yeah. to China. So yeah, that was a pretty cool room. I think I did an experience Disney recording. I just haven't uploaded. <laughs> I probably need to read. Yeah, and nice. And and one thing I have experienced uh, in the China Pavilion, and that area is super cool because, like you, it's very unlikely that we will get to see uh, Shanghai. So right, yeah, that's cool to see. You know what's going on half a world away. But if you've never been there, and the one thing I did experience in there is the Reflections of China movie. I've never um, seen it. It is a circle vision, much yep. like Canada movie, uh, but the scenery is amazing. People don't realize that China is beautiful. Like the countryside oh. of China is awesome. So there is the movie, uh, and it's super short. I think it's like 12, 15 minutes long, something like that. So it's not unbearably long where, where you're going to get tired of standing. Um but it just takes you through kind of the history and the scenery of China. And then you can come out and there's kind of a museum with Chinese artifacts uh, that are super cool to look at. So I have experienced that part of the China Pavilion. Um, I don't do it often, but when I do, it's it's very, very cool. So make sure if you've never been there that you experience the Circle Vision uh, in China and check out the museum and definitely check out the shanghai exhibit while it's still there which is funny but i get it it take like you think it's easy to change that stuff over but i imagine that's several thousand dollars to like figure yeah. out what like what comes out of there and what goes in next and it's a fairly large space um so yeah it's a lot to fill up yeah good one okay it's, it's a good one so we move out of china and we are going across the bridge where they used to bring the giant globe <laughs> the out globe. every day. Um, and we pass the African outpost. Not so much to do there. Uh, just get some Coke. We'll skip over. We'll skip over that. Get a hot dog and some Coke. I should probably uh, say Coca-Cola, not Coca-Cola, Coca Coca-Cola, <laughs> get some Coca-Cola yeah. and walk past it very quickly because they brought the drums back. So there's always children. Boom, boom, boom. Banging on the drums yeah. incessantly. So walk past there quick. Uh, <laughs> but the next country we get to is Germany. Man, I love. I think it's. I think it's one of my favorite countries in the world. Really, I didn't know that. I, I think it is, and it's not huge. Like there's not a mm -mm. huge amount of stuff to do there. It's a giant U-turn. Um, 
It is a giant U-turn. It should be at Hollywood Studios. Yes. But <laughs> because it's a U-turn, but I just love I just love that pavilion. I love the uh how it's modeled. Yeah. It, you really feel like you're in Germany once you step into Bavarian that courtyard. Sure. You know, it's just you're there. And the thing I love the most, go into the very first store, take a left. It is the Werther's popcorn shop. It is it's amazing. Like you smell it. Once you leave the African outpost and you, you walk down the hill a little bit, you smell the Werther's yep. popcorn. So That's go there. in there, get yourself a bag. When the when the uh dining plan is around, yeah. I believe it's a snack credit. So oh, hopefully dang. that will come back. Uh so you can take advantage of that snack credit. But go in the Werther's popcorn shop. It's delicious. There's all sorts of other candy and caramels and all sorts of stuff in there. Uh, but make sure you get yourself some Werther's popcorn. Yeah. So I was going to actually say that not because I've had, I'm it. sorry, <laughs> not because I've had it, sorry. but because Matthew literally flips out about the Werther's pop- popcorn. Like, I it's mean, so good. his parents will go and he'll say you, like, they have to bring it home. Like it's insane. Yeah. So now you would think that I would go and experience this because Caramel is by far my favorite topping candy flavor. You know, I'm not a big chocolate guy, but I love caramel. You just like you can put it on anything and I will be like, it's instantly better. But I will have to say I'm with you and I wish I'd have eaten at the beer garden. I bet that's good food. Um so that yeah. I want want to experience. But yeah, the theming there is fantastic. Um I love the shop where you can go in and see all of the what are they called? Steins? Beer like steins, that's, yeah. yeah, the beer steins are really cool. And as somebody, my it is my wife's most favorite country in the world. She went twice growing up. And I was very fortunate through work to experience. We got to go there for 10 days. And uh, like, it is, until I went to France, it was the coolest place I'd ever been to, Germany. Um, but once I went to France, Paris kind of took that over. Paris is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is designed to a T. I mean, it's unmistakable that Bavarian charm and it's really cool, but yeah, there's not a lot going on in Germany, but it sure is no. ornate to look at for sure. It is. It yeah. is. Now, if there's, if you do like the wine and there's a lot okay. of people out there that like the wine, yeah, there's a do. great wine shop. So if you go into Germany and I think it's Germany, Italy, France, you can do a thing called the wine walk. So you can sign up for it anywhere. Since we're at Germany, I'll just say that's you can sign up. Go to the back left corner. That's where the wine shop is. They have hundreds of bottles of wines in there. You can do the wine walk. And what they do is at those three locations, they give you three tastings of wine. And they give you a little glass. I think it's like 25 bucks a person. And it's kind of something fun to do while you walk around the World Showcase. So if you've never been back to that wine shop and you've never done the wine walk, check it out. It's a fun little afternoon. That's brilliant. Okay, I think we move on to Italia. Italia. Um, My second favorite pavilion. It, oh, wow. And like to me, here, okay, here's what's funny now that we say that. Having gone to Italy, where most of the stuff obviously featured here, like is in there, like right? you've got the Rialto Bridge and St. Mark's Square, and I forget the. The thing that's right up front, I forget that. I can't remember the white thing with the. I can't the remember thing. what it's called. The white thing with the stuff. Um, yeah, I thought it just—it's so small scale that it looks 
carnivaly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, that's. A, I mean, you're um, allowed to have a different opil- opinion. Um, but it is 83 feet tall. The St. Mark's. That's pretty tall. Um, it is pretty, pretty tall. Yeah. My favorite thing about that. Hmm. Um. I mean, I'm just gonna have to go. I'd never experienced Via Napoli until I went with you guys a couple years ago, and then we went back there for dinner on the 50th. Um, and that was great. Like the, it's always great service. It's quick, but they're not trying to get you out of there. If that makes sense, meaning like, yeah, we were kind of on a time crunch, and our food was really, really fast, and. But it wasn't like, hey, here's your food. Okay, do you want your check? Like it was, there was never that sense. So I like that it's a quick sit down if you want that. But they're also not trying to rush you out of there. I don't know if that's a really good, but yeah, Via Napoli, it's yeah. great, great pizza. Their Caesar salad is amazing. Like, it, was it like a Caesar for two? Is that what it was? Or is it just big yeah. enough for two? Yeah, it's just, it's just a big, I mean, yeah. it's it's a big Caesar. It's meant to be shared. Like most things in Italy, I think it's family style. So uh, it's, it's meant to be shared, but yeah, I mean, we love that place. We don't go to it as often as we used to. Mm -hmm. Like every time we went to Epcot, we were like, we have to try to get a reservation for Via Napoli. Like if somebody came into town, we were like, we have to take them to Via Napoli. (laughs) Um, But we've kind of gone away from there and it was nice to go back when we went for the 50th yeah uh, to experience that because it's it i mean with the park closure and and all of that stuff it had been a pretty long time since we'd been there so it was it was super good and i, I like it. i like the italy pavilion less for the food surprising uh and more for the walking around i just like to walk around uh in the the little shops on the left although i never buy anything i would never buy anything in any of those shops um it that one to me feels like a store in italy um you know the other stuff like in germany i love the architecture but the stores Mm -hmm. feel like they're stores in an amusement park Whereas the the ones in Italy feel like they're actually in Italy, like the ornateness of the masks and the things that they have in in the store makes you makes you feel like you're there. So that's why like the Italy Pavilion, it's kind of like that take you out of reality kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I should I should re- regress. So one of the things that I like about Italy is you've got the whole pavilion back there, and it's fairly open. Uh, but if you head toward the lagoon, there's also still some theming right there so much so that they have like a gondola kind of out there in the water. It's not anything that anybody yep. gets on and rides, but the theming does continue kind of across the world showcase walkway over into the lagoon. And I like how they carried that over there. Cause there's some nice places to stop and watch, you know, the nighttime spectaculars or just look at the fountains during the day. Um, it's kind of nice over there. I, and a matter of fact, I think sometimes they close that off for, parties and stuff as well they i do. feel like it's a big they enough do. area to do that so yeah yeah and i really like usually during the holidays and obviously the pandemic put a uh damper mm-hmm. on it this last year and this year but in each of the countries we've talked about so far there's all there's like their holiday tradition so they do a show with their specific holiday tradition and the italy one is really interesting it's about like a witch so it's 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 very interesting. So if you get there during the holiday celebration, we all know at Disney holidays last for 
four months at a time. Almost as long as the 50th. Uh, almost <laughs> as long as the 50th and the festivals. Yes. Uh, but check out the Italy one if you can get there when they have those performers back. I forget what the name of the witch is, but it is the craziest story. And that's like their holiday tradition in mm. Italy instead of Santa. It's very weird, but Interesting. it's Interesting. Awesome. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Next, we have United States. Pass. Okay. What's Pass. after that? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, well, I'll let you go first. You go first with U.S. Yeah, the, the U.S. Uh, I've never seen the show in there. Surprisingly, um, the American Adventure. I think it's called. Every time we experience. go, like American Experience, the every time we go, we have great intentions of like, we're going to see it this time. And then we go in the building. There's like a 25 minute wait until it starts again. We sit down for a little bit. And then like five minutes before it starts, we're like, we're leaving. Like we don't want to wait for this. So I've never seen it. That's my goal this fall. I'm going to see the American experience. But what I love, I was, I was wrong. Is the you, voice. you were correct. I'm an idiot. It's the American adventure. It's the adventure. <laughs> All right, man, I got something right. Just pretend what I'm I not love here. At, the, at the American pavilion. I just like the fact that they have outdoor <laughs> theater and the garden theater yes. right across the way. You can, you don't have to go to the show. Yep. You can just in, have a beverage, grab something to eat at the, the barbecue place, sit out there, listen to whatever music is over there. So yeah. it's always kind of like a party atmosphere. They're, they have like an eighties cover band and, and, and things like that. British invasion and people are just hanging out singing. It's like a, a big karaoke fest. Yeah. So that's, that's usually what we do at the American pavilion. Yeah. So I, I, I would, I'm going to go right inside of that or right alongside that as well. And so one of the great things about the American pavilion is that the, that the theater is right across from there. And so what's been cool, like now that holidays have started, I'm not sure how things have transitioned, but one of the things that was cool about, well, this sounds awful, awful, but one of the cool things that happened because of COVID is like they were allowing groups to still come because that was a big stage and lots of seating where people could be plenty far away from each other. There was all kinds of things that were happening there, right? So the, uh, the Voices of Liberty were, were, yep. were performing there. Then also the band from Mexico, like I don't know what that's called, the Mariachi Band from Mexico, which is really cool because they do at least a couple of songs from Coco. And so it's like, yeah. oh, it's like a party and then a uh, different thing. So that's what I like that. It was kind of like your one-stop shop to see a lot of the musical Epcot entertainment. I think things yep. at least after, cause I know at least Florida has just dropped or Orlando has just dropped from the CDC just released a new update. Not that anything has changed at Disney world, but it went down a level as far as wearing masks indoors. But again, I do yes. not believe Disney has changed their stance of where they're at on that. As of now, they have not. Um, but like, I, I imagine like, I kind of liked that, that, that it was kind of like, you just sit there for an hour and you see a couple of groups um, where before it was kind of like, Oh, if you wanted to see British invasion, you had to go to, mm, uk and then the canada band like so it was kind of cool to get a one-stop shop but that was not my favorite thing so my favorite thing believe it or not is for us to be the host nation and world showcase the restaurant prior to what it is now atrocious doesn't even describe <laughs> that play it was that awful. that is a hundred percent now i will say the barbecue joint now really good 
really good. good. And fun yeah. fact in the summertime, um, if you eat indoors there, they have um, it's it's a refill your own drink station. So that's kind of that's always a bonus, I think, to be able to yeah. walk right up and get a refill. But um, yes, for sure. I think the highlight for me is the Voices of Liberty. I know they're not always around, but especially when they can do it in the rotunda. Is that what the building is called? Yeah. Just the acoustics in yep. there are absurdly amazing. They they're are a amazing. do not miss if you can catch them. But they don't like it's only a few shows a day and they'll do like. Yeah. What two songs, maybe? Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really short. Um, but they're talented. I'm, whenever they do it, I'm always like, "Is that all they like, always do?" I like, know. I just, you just got that, warmed up. <laughs> yeah, is that the? Sh- okay, I guess we're done. And so it, it, it's very random times too. It could it could change yeah. throughout the week. So if you go one day and you you're like, "Oh, we were here at twelve fifteen and you go in there and there's not a soul. Yeah. So I love the Voices of Liberty. Um, it's cool to see them on the garden stage and they actually yeah. sang other stuff. Yes. Which they was kind of cool. They, yep. they didn't stick to their normal stuff that they sing in the rotunda. So it was kind of cool to see them branch out and sing like popular songs and things like that. Yep. So that was super fun. And then I'm super glad that this year, the candlelight processional is yes, back. That's a great um, use of that. Theater. I don't know that we're going to be able to go just because that they usually we go because they have dinner packages. So mm-hmm. you get a restaurant on property and then that guarantees you a seat at one of the shows later that night. This year they only did four restaurants. So it sold uh, out in about yeah. two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, so your only other option is to try to get there super early, stand in line, get in with the standby or stand back on the, you know, stand back on the sidewalk or across mm-hmm. at the American uh, pavilion and just listen. So yeah. I'm super glad it's back this year. Yes, for I think sure. Mo, the girl who played Moana is the first nice narrator. Um, Neil Patrick Harris has to be coming people. back. He's got to be. Neil Patrick a, Harris is not there this year. No, dang, no, no Neil. A I think big they got fan Pat Sajak. Oh, fun. Um, they got uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, nice. Uh, and a couple of other people. So yeah, it, it'll be fun. It's uh, everyone loves that like that's yeah, huge cool. uh down here at this time of year so they start the for sure saturday after thanksgiving there we go it's on the way there we go if you're coming for the holidays it's a, it's a don't miss if you can if you want to stand in style and stand by it's worth it yeah absolutely okay japan All right japan japan japan, japan. Um, mine is super easy for this so mine is we and it's kind of I guess you would call it if you really went to Japan this would be a super touristy thing to do, but it was really fun and really unique and that is uh, the pearl thing. Yes. So oh, yes. we got to do that with Makaya and we were fortunate enough that apparently one of like we got a silver one or a white one and those are like it's like those are only like five percent of those. It's probably made up. It's probably like every other one. Cause like, <laughs> like it's, but anyway, it was really cool to get that. And so we had it set in like a little pendant and put it in a necklace for her. But, uh, that was, that was just cool. Cause it kind of felt like this so unique. And it's like, it's the, it's the unknown, right? Like, you know, they're opening it up and you're like, there it is. Like, so that's a really, really cool thing. And the, the quick service there is, delectable the one that's little outside yes. like on this oh, yeah great oh food. i love that place i love great that food. place and it's got great food. 
yes. go outside the restaurant and back is trees. There's umbrellas. It's like a cool getaway place to like eat your lunch and catch some yeah. shade in the middle of the There's summertime. There's a bubbling brook. It's fantastic. There is a bubbling brook. There is a yeah. bubbling brook. Last time we were there, last time I ate there, I witnessed a lady. She, she tried to sit on the stool or what she thought was the stool, oh, but no. it was actually a bush. Oh dear. And she almost fell in the bubbling brook. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I feel, I still feel horrible about laughing at it, but it, hey. it was hilarious. It and was hilarious. Those the where the bubbling book brook goes down to a little pond that's closer to the walkway. And there's huge koi fish in there. Like massive. There is, there is huge fish, Yeah, huge fish. Um, the thing, the thing I like and something that is super popular uh, in the Japan pavilion, if you love, um, what's that called? Tapping, what is that? Tapanyaki, tapanyato, tempura, grill. Oh, hibachi. Japanese chef comes. I call hibachi. it hibachi. That's the name. I don't even, I've been, I haven't even been drinking. <laughs> hibachi grill. So they have tapanado. The restaurant, yep. uh, which is super popular. Uh, don't miss it. Uh, you've been to these places all over the world, yeah. probably in the state that you live in. Um, but the one at Disney is awesome. They make Disney characters with the vegetables and oh, sing Disney songs. And it's super fun. So don't miss the hibachi there. But I... I think I've eaten there once and it was awesome. Oh dude. Um, you have convinced me that the next time I'm there, we need to go. That just sounds. Yeah. Dumb. It's fun. It's a yeah. lot of fun. And, uh, you know, people sing and clap and it's just a good time. Yeah. So that would be my pick for Japan. Okay. And, uh, they also just brought the drummer ladies back. Yes. Which is don't miss that show. That is they dope. are super, super talented people. That was one of the major things that went away because, or it was, it was actually, it was actually before the pandemic that I was like, that sucks. They were just cool. Yeah. They were just cool to yeah. walk, like walk by and like hear that it was, and you stop for a couple of minutes and keep going, but it was always something we stopped and appreciated just the talent of those. <laughs> that one drum is like the size of a car. <laughs> it's yeah, it's and the cool. lady who's playing the with the giant stick, she's like three and a half feet tall, and she's just like, yeah. just they keeping that beat. Tiny, tiny, keeping tiny, that tiny. beat. But yeah, don't miss the drum yeah. show if you if you if you can catch it. All right, man, Morocco. Morocco, dude, I love this pavilion. Like I, there's not really anything to do there. <laughs> it's it's I mean, cool to get lost back there for sure. It is cool to get lost. I love just wandering around mm -hmm. Morocco because you don't realize you can go in a big circle. It just feels like you're never going to get out of there. Yeah. But you like, you go into a room with like fezzes and then you go into a room with like dresses and then all of a sudden you're by a fountain, but, um, not many people go back there. So yeah. You know, because you have the restaurant up front and then you have the restaurant on the water and that's where most of the people spend right, their time. Right. But next time you're there, wander around Morocco, yes. man. There's like a bathhouse in there. Yes, and there's there's all sorts of crazy stuff in there that yeah. if you didn't go back past the fountain, mm -hmm. you would never see. And it's all, what's also cool about going back, it doesn't really dead end. 
Like you can yeah. wander back there and, you know, and it kind of takes you this way and you kind of turn right and then you kind of, but you, and then there's like a little shop that you go through and you're like, oh, I'm right back to where like I started on this little path. So that's kind of nice that it's not like, okay, we've seen everything here and you kind of have to turn around and come back out. So yeah. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. And also it's yeah. worth saying, I do know that the one thing we used to be like hidden Mickey freaks. And so back there um there's there's outside the wall of the gift shop there are three um i guess baskets flower baskets or whatever and the three baskets are in a shape of a mickey so nice. when you wander back there outside the gift shop look for the three baskets you'll find a hidden mickey nice yes and go. during character meet and greets when they were going on this is where you normally would find jasmine mm-hmm. um in one of the shops, there would be a photo opportunity with Jasmine. So hopefully that comes back, but don't, you know, if you want to get away from the crowd, like if it's a crowded day at uh, Epcot and you're wandering around kind of in the back, go back in there because nobody goes there. Now that they've taken away the fireplace, as we should say, mm-hmm. and turned it into a door. Yep. It's not a tourist destination any yeah. longer. Uh, so wander back there. It's very, it's usually not crowded. You yep. can get away from the crowds. There's some shade, go inside a little yeah. bit of AC. It's a cool place to go. It is, it is sweet. Tis sweet. Tis yeah. indeed. Morocco. They also, Morocco, if, it, it's, if you're looking, got- if you're looking for a quick, kids meal um they have americanized food in there for your kids i found out at one do. time when my daughter was starving i was like there's nothing over here like she's not going to eat japanese <laughs> america's <laughs> too far to walk okay what do they got in here oh chicken fingers great <laughs> <laughs> i mean they serve those in morocco i think sure sure okay all right we're getting to some all biggies right. now francais yeah. so now now we are we've left morocco yep. and we've hopped a plane to france mm. great country great country. viva la france viva la france now there's obviously a new ride in france yeah, now a new area um that is impossible to get on <laughs> yes. now that they have a lightning lane that you can purchase and a virtual queue that you have to kill people to get into <laughs> um it's pretty hard to get in there now and um it's not we've talked about this it's a cute ride but don't let the fact that you won't be able to get on that ride ruin your day at epcot and don't let it ruin your day in france there's plenty of other things to do in the france pavilion yeah i think it's some crepes at la creperie de paris la creperie yeah um so i'll be excited to check that out i wish that we went because it was literally the day we were there. It was like the second day it was open. So we probably, I'm sure the line was in insane. So, okay. So my favorite thing about France is by far the sweet shop there. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. They got some desserts back there, there in the back. Yes. It's, you got to yes. walk back there, but it's worth the walk. <laughs> worth the it walk. It's good. And it's hidden. So mm-hmm, yeah. For those of you who haven't been there or don't know, when you walk into the France Pavilion, you're going to go past Le Chef de France. When you get back uh, mm-hmm. where the road takes a left, take a left. That's going to take you by the ice cream shop right. and then walk as far Keep back going. as you can. Go <laughs> in the building and then 
the sweet shop will be there. It's super crowded. There's not a lot of places to sit uh-huh. in there. Um, there is a bathroom in there uh, that is usually not super crowded because it's kind of a one right. staller. Um, so people don't wait in line for it very often because it would take forever. Uh, so it's a, if you can get a table in there, it's a cool place yeah. to hang out. Um, I mean, the it, ice cream the, shop is no joke, but, but it's yeah, the ice cream shop is very good. It's nothing uh, compared to the sweet to, shop. Oh, definitely better. I agree. I agree. Heaven. heaven. All right, man. Now, I think that's France. Oh, yeah, wait, so go ahead. That's France. No, or, I was just going to okay. say we ate, uh, for Christmas birthday. We actually ate at Le Chef de France, uh, the restaurant. Mm. And I have to say, um, aside from the service, of their fault or yes we both contributed is what i'm trying to say we <laughs> had our preview for ratatouille so our reservation was at nine i think and we were and they closed at 10 so we were on the ratatouille ride till maybe 9 20 okay so we got there maybe at 9 25 mm-hmm. and we were like hey we had a reservation at nine o'clock and they gave us the french look and they were like not happy about the fact that we were trying to sit down half an hour before they closed, <laughs> but they sat us and the, the, the guy who walked us to our table, hands us the menu. When we sit down, he's like, just make sure you know what you want to order when the waiter comes. And we were like, okay, well that's Alrighty. fun. Uh, but we ordered, the food was awesome. They have amazing French onion soup. The French onion soup there is super good. Uh, and the rest of the food was good as well. So I would imagine that, had we not been rushed, like we would have been able right. to enjoy a wine and, and yeah. you know, some scenery maybe up by the window again there. If you can score a front yeah. table, there's windows there so you can see the fireworks. That's cool. Um, but it's a great, the food is really good. Um, there's a price fix there, which is, is helpful for some people, mm-hmm. uh, but it's good food. So check yeah. out Le Chef de France. I've never heard anything bad about that place other than Pierre, who doesn't like it when you come late. Sorry, sorry, Pierre. Sorry, Pierre. Okay, let's plow through these next two. It's gonna be hard. Uh, the UK. Um, I have a, I have a couple, but I'll just do I'll just do one. So one is um, I only really got to experience it like within the last few years, and that is if you wander all back through the streets of England, and over in the back, off to the right. Um, you can actually see, or actually, I think you have to go through the shops and then you exit out into the street, but through the tea shop and all the way back there. Anyway, there's like a whole little room set up that's supposed to be Christopher Robin's room. And so I'd never experienced it. And we got to walk through. I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I think it was, it was probably when the um, live action movie came out. It was in that time frame. So I think that's why. It's, I probably read about it just because it was in the, you know, on the forefront of Disney people's mind because the movie had just come out. But, uh, yeah, that was really surreal to kind of, it was like those neat little Disney touches that you're just like, huh? Because again, I'm not one that often wanders back through there, especially because most of the times I've been over the last 10 years, it's with littles. And so they're not really interested in walking through a town. So, um, the couple of times that I've been, no kids as where I've been able to experience some of these unique and different things. So yeah, that, that's really cool. 
Yeah, that is cool. And it's kind of like a hidden secret now. Yeah. You can see how it used to be a thing. Like it used to be a meet and greet mm-hmm. where Pooh and, and Tigger were and, and things like that. Cause they still have like the fast pass scanners there. Uh, but it's kind of like a hidden secret. So I love that. One of the other things I love in that area, obviously is the Rose and crown. Yes. Um, but there's a place, I think it's called the crown and the crest. Now we were there with our friends last, like right before the shutdown, like February of 2020. And the kids were like, Hey, you got to come with us. You got to come with us. There's this place in, in the United kingdom that has swords. And we're like, I'm sorry. What I've, I've been in the United kingdom and Epcot like hundreds of times. I've never seen swords. So basically if you go across the street from the Rose and crown, the first store you'll go in has like soccer jerseys and things like that. Okay. Yep. I know if, you're you talking walk, about. if you walk through that room, all of a sudden you come into this hallway that has two glass cases on either side. There's like giant swords from like battles and things like that. And I had never seen that, never knew that they were there. The kids had to tell me that, that, that they were there. So go check out the swords. They're awesome. Yeah. So, and you uh, can buy them. Game of you Thrones. Buy them. It's like Game of Thrones up in the UK. <laughs> Now, my second one, second one that I'll do that is more of a core memory because it's something we used to always do is we always would go to the outside quick service and grab the fish and chips because there's an there's a small eating section that is almost right up against the water where we could experience Oh gosh, my favorite. I almost called it interventions. I I just I can't say I cannot say anything at Epcot. I'm always going to call it something else. (laughs) But yeah, for years that was my favorite show. It's still one of my favorite scores for sure. But now again, I don't. You can sit there and enjoy harmonious, I guess. But that would not be an optimal place to to see the Stargate. So yeah, I don't know that that's going to be a popular music. There you go. And to see the fireworks, great spot. And it is you a want great to experience it fully, not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. last but not least, because remember, kids, when you go to Epcot and you head to World Showcase, you turn left. Okay. You turn left. So last but not least, our brethren to the north, Canada. 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 This Canada. holds a special place in our hearts as well. I'll this, let you go first. This, yeah. I mean, Canada. Again, not a huge amount to do there. They have the amazing popcorn. If you go to the cart, I think this one is maple popcorn. Um, so make sure you grab yourself maple popcorn. Make sure you take your refillable buckets because to get that stuff refilled for like a dollar or a dollar seventy-five or whatever it is now is worth every penny. Like, um, so make sure you get that. And then I just love. I like the walking around the Canadian pavilion. Like if you go back yep. to the back yep. where the waterfall is, mm-hmm. like you're just out on the main pathway, you have no idea that there's a waterfall back there. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, you can take awesome pictures back there. Incredible garden looking. off to the side too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just don't see that stuff if you hustle by Canada and a lot of people do hustle by Canada mm-hmm. because there's not a huge amount to do there, but yeah. I like the uh, actual pavilion itself walking through the garden, walking mm-hmm. back by the waterfall and just kind of taking in the yep. whole area. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool back there. Yeah. It's themed. Cool. I don't know a lot about Canada, <laughs> um, but it's not <laughs> what I would have expected. Like it was very Yukon E 
I guess you kind of more than more than like, cause I remember one time and we like made a little fun video for you, you and Krista went in and put on the like Elmer Fudd hats and, <laughs> and I was like, really that's Canada. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I was like, are we profiling here? Cause that's weird. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. So mine is twofold and, and this, I probably get a lot of pushback from people. The first one is, and it's been years, folks. We're talking 07, but the best steak I've ever had in my life was at La Cellier. Now, I know I've read and heard that in recent years, the quality is not there. I don't know if it's the quality of the food or the service or both, but I, I'm telling in 07, which I know was 814 years ago, that was the best steak I'd ever had in my entire life. It was phenomenal. And then... My second is more of a throwback because they have changed the film, but the OG Canada film with Steve Martin, oh. Steve, not Steve Martin. It's the other Steve. What is his name? Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> the, the other Steve. Steve. Martin Short. Wow. Cheers, folks. Good good to be here. Um, wow. Um, oh, wow. Can we just take a moment for the other Steve? His name is Martin Short. At least his last name starts with the, the first other name of Steve. Steve. Anyway, that song, like that old Circle Vision thing was awesome. But we would just, for years, we've always walked around like, Canada, my Canada. So, yeah. <laughs> Apologize for the uh, Beautiful. Singing. It was yeah. beautiful. And was that, beautiful. my friends, is your trip around the World Showcase. It is your trip around. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize there was since when we started talking about it, there's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, there like, really is. We don't do half we don't do three quarters of that stuff yeah. when we go. And then for you twenty somethings, don't forget the drink around the world is a thing too. But drinking we're, we're around old. the world is I tried that last time I was there and tried that was in April April of this year. And we made it. We did Mexico, Norway, China, it's a horrible Germany, place to start, and America. Wow! And then Halfway. I was done. I was I was done. I couldn't. I think then we had maybe some champagne in France, and I was like, I am going to fall in the lagoon. <laughs> like I can't. I can't do anymore. So, yeah. hats off to you, young people that That's are right. able to make it all the way around. I. Remember when I was your age and just wait for 15 years. Yeah. That's, yeah, you that's all wait. I have to say. I did. One, I one say. of the times that I went, I did watch a group that I saw them at a couple of different places and they were kind of smart. Like, and I'm sure there's, uh, and I'm sure they were following a plan, but it was like they would have a drink and they still like, and then like their alarms would go off when it was time. So they sat down, they talked, enjoyed, like they all also had like a glass of water. <laughs> and then typically they would have either like a snack or something. But I thought it was well, it, it was seemed like it was, they weren't like, let's get inebriated. They really wanted to like enjoy the process of drinking around the world. Yeah. So I thought it yeah. was, I thought it was maturely and intelligently thought out. I'm sure it's just, they looked it up on the internet and it's probably like, how do you drink around the world and make it? <laughs> probably what they, that's <laughs> what probably they correct. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cause they were like, I was like, cause a couple of times I saw them, they were sitting, like, I think the day was really hot. So it was a couple of times I just sat in the shade and I was like, oh my God, I was like, there are those people again. And they were like, there they are. Okay. We got five minutes guys and i'm like oh, dang they've got this down to like literally some type of science so there you go they got it look it up online nice. and find a way to make it if you're pushing 50 like some of us or yeah. just, or and if you've me. done it just drop us a line shoot us an email yeah. send us a text tell us how you did it That's tell right. us what your plan was tell us how old people can make it That's through right. we need a 30 second video 
from every single country and to see we'll compare the first one and the last one see how it goes that would be fun that would be fun but if it was been brandon and i would have been like we forgot after america <laughs> i just forgot you get your mexico video and then you'd we'd film something in canada and like we did everything that's right we and did it i don't know what happened forgot. to the other videos i forgot we forgot to hit the record yes. yes okay there you go there's your trip around there the world go. showcase with some of dave and brandon's fun things to do yeah and look at that we did it under an hour again oh yeah we did that's insane that's well insane. done well join done. us join us next week for something we have no idea we're going to talk about until we talk about this week <laughs> correct we decide we'll figure it out yeah it might be good and, to catch up and, on a little bit of news i feel like there's some things that have changed yeah. that are worthwhile especially with the holidays some, yeah we'll bring you some news next week I did, uh maybe so, I, d- I did want to bring up i thought it was kind of comical that uh it was either yesterday yes yesterday or today jpeg <laughs> announced that he was not going to show up at d23 because he was scared he was going to get booed <laughs> Well, I, saw that. I, saw that, uh, I don't know if that's true, like, but it's funny. The, the story was like Chapek removed from the D23 lineup because of that online petition that wants him to resign or be fired. Like, like Disney pays attention to that. But then like the way that Disney handled it made it seem like it was because yeah, of that. Like weird. Instead of just coming out and being like. Bob can do whatever he wants. He's the CEO and he yeah. had something else to do. Right. Like they got all shady about it. And then he released a statement that was even more shady. And yeah, that was just weird. He's just, it's just weird, but I found it comical, <laughs> but now I'm more inclined to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just kidding. I will say that, um, yeah, like I, I'm still a little frustrated with the brass and it's not just Chapek. It's not like, um, Josh tomorrow is wearing on me a little bit. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, and I think it started with, and I don't mean, wow, we're tanking like negative really quick, wow. but I do, we, I do want to say, this. I know we should have just quit it. All right. See you next week. Bye. Um, I, I think that where it started for me was again, like October 1st, 2021 was incredible. I just, I, I'm a little, I'm still baffled at the lack of things so, that happened. Uh, maybe that's just like all the brass was there. Like, why didn't they say anything? Why didn't they do anything? Why didn't they get on stage for 10 seconds before the stage show? And say, I just, I mean, I feel like this, like looking back, I'd be surprised if they weren't like, yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Like, I'm just gonna, I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. And I, I always come back to like when the very merriest after hours party is better than your 50th anniversary yeah. celebration or Disney plus you day. An, you, you missed an opportunity. Yeah. Disney plus day. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't comment much on social media, but somebody was talking about, uh, something like it was some, it was something, it was on the annual pass holders page on Facebook and somebody was talking about something not even related. And I was like, am I the only one over here? That's like, why is the Disney plus day getting more attention at the park than the 50th? <laughs> I mean, Disney plus day had free merchandise I that know. they handed out to people what? at multiple parks. Like, I mean, I will say commemorative. We got a commemorative map. Oh, did y'all go? No, I'm oh. saying at the 50th anniversary, <laughs> oh, October yeah. 1st, we, did. we got a map. We These people map. got hats, sunglasses, like all sorts of stuff. I, really, I know, really? 
I just don't understand. Yeah, but that's okay. It doesn't mean, please don't, like, we obviously love Disney or we wouldn't be doing a show and running a network of shows. But, yeah, there was just some bizarre decision-making. And I'm sure it was, like, uh, I I don't want to overlook that the pandemic certainly changed how that whole thing was approached. And just because things seem to have gotten better and opened up closer to the start of the 50th doesn't mean that, I mean, this stuff takes years of planning. So I get all that. But the one question that I have, I'm just going to say this, I'm just going to throw it out there and we'll just leave on this note. Um, Josh, the railroad has been closed for three years, three years. I think we need to, we either need to reroute the track or figure it out, buddy. Like that's a, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I'm just going to say I agree. That. Or what I, you know what I would do so you don't even have to reroute the track. I would put locomotives on both ends of the train. I Duh. would start it. I'd start it where it is right now. It would go around. It would go back by uh, yep. frontier land. It would go all the way around to right Perfect. before, uh, tron and then it would stop there and it would go back yeah, the other it would direction. stop it like right outside of goofy's roller coaster done yeah you don't have to you don't have to reroute any track you don't have to build any more track you just have to add one more locomotive that's got, all i would do so you got steve the conductor since steve is a popular name tonight and john's on the conductor on the other one they just yeah steve and john or steve and martin <laughs> steve puts yeah steve puts it in neutral martin takes it on back to the train station it's fine there you go it's a great idea Maybe they should just hire you, right. Brandon. I mean, you do live there. I think they should hire. I think yeah. they should hire me. On that note, on that note, folks, um, glad you guys listened. But remember, this podcast was for Joy L. Just saying, Joy L. Joy L. and her kin, Wisconsin. Yes. Okay, Brandon. It's up to you, man. We're gonna. I'm gonna hold you accountable. You got to at least make an effort to meet Joy and her and her clan. I'm gonna do my best. I want a Mickey pretzel or a Mickey bar or yeah, a Mickey whatever. something. So, and I would, I, she, in our text feed, she did ask me, she was like, why don't you come too? And I haven't told her yet, but joy, since you're listening, cause the show is for you. Um, we like, I'll be there in February. So like my wife, I might, it might end my marriage if I come in January and in February. I go a lot, but I mean, two months in a Dave, row would be. Dave, Dave, you know what you could do for Joelle? What's that? Do one of those things where you leave in the morning and you fly back at night. Done. Joy, if you buy the ticket, I'm in. I'm doing it. <laughs> there you go, Joy. Because there, there is a pretty There is a pretty early challenge. flight. Like when I'm coming in that February, it's like a 630 flight. Yeah, and then yeah, I, can I flew leave it like, back when I came up for the day of Matthews concert. Yeah. I left at like right. five fifty. So you you can do it. Joy right. L, balls in your court. I love it. Let's make it happen, love Joy. It. Okay, family, Let's do it. Until Thanks next week, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Until next week, bicycle.